This is the Old Pre-Meds Podcast, session number 82. You're a non-traditional student entering the medical field on your terms. You may have had some hiccups along the way, but now you're ready to change course and go back and serve others as a physician. This podcast is here to help answer your questions and help educate you on your non-traditional journey to becoming a physician. Now, welcome to the Old Pre-Meds Podcast. My name is Dr. Ryan Gray, and I'm your host here today and every week here at the Old Pre-Meds Podcast. If you are new to this podcast, thank you for joining us for the first time today. I welcome you. I hope you get a lot of great information out of the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast in your favorite podcast app, whether that's a podcast app on the iOS device or uh, Google Play Music or Podcast Addict on a Android device, whatever. If you need help subscribing to the podcast, go to medicalschoolhq.net slash how to subscribe. Again, that's medicalschoolhq.net slash how to subscribe. All right, so let's go ahead and dive into the question this week. Again, we take our questions directly from the oldpremeds.org forums, where our guest this week, or our poster this week, is asking about working full-time, and still fitting in extracurriculars. So it says, from engineer to physician, I am a 26-year-old RF design engineer interested in pursuing medicine. I graduated with a degree in electrical engineering and a minor in web technologies. In college, I worked for a startup as a front-end web developer. I didn't think the startup was the right decision for my career, and left when I got an offer for my current job. I've been with the same company since 2014, and although I don't hate my job, I just can't picture myself doing it in the long run. I don't feel like I'm really making a significant impact in people's lives and the world. I want to do something where the work that I'd be doing would be helping someone directly. It's something that I think I've always wanted to do, but was steered in a different direction because of what I thought was more practical for me. My plans. I made my decision to pursue medicine just a few months ago in April. Ever since then, I've mainly just been planning things out, gathering information, and looking for volunteer work. Here's what I have so far at a high level. Number one, get some clinical experience in a hospital slash free clinic. Number two, participate in community service projects and events. Number three, get into a formal postback program where I will participate in research planning to apply for fall 28 semester, med school, residency, etc. My concerns, my biggest concern right now is actually getting clinical volunteering experience. The postback program I want to get into seems to favor applicants that have some clinical experience. It makes sense, but everywhere I go, it seems that they don't take any volunteers or they already have too many volunteers. I applied for the COPE Health Scholars Program and didn't even get a response. I have a list of about 20 free clinics that I've called and so far none are taking any volunteers. Is there a better way to approach this? I'm thinking signing up for hospital volunteering without having any such experience may be a factor in all this, so I decided to take a CPR AED first aid certification course to get some training and hopefully network through the class as well. Has anyone else struggled with this? I also wanted to ask, for those of you that had full-time jobs when you made your decision, when did you actually quit? A big reason why I can't get any volunteer positions is because my full-time job. 
Let me reread that. A big reason why I can't get any volunteering positions is because of my full-time job. I was thinking of quitting to free up my schedule, but it is very scary. If you have any other comments about my plans, please let me know. Thanks very much in advance and good luck to you all. All right, so let's go ahead and dive into this question. Now, this student seems to wipe out all of his concerns, which is why I reread that sentence near the end. I reread the fact that he is saying that the big reason why I can't get any volunteer positions is because of my full-time job. Yet, the whole paragraph before, he was saying that there were no positions available. So which one was it? Was it that there were no positions available or was it that there were no positions available that fit your specific time requirements? And as a non-traditional student, this is why I wanted to, to do this one on the podcast because it's a great struggle. It's not a great struggle, but it's a, it's a struggle that non-traditional students have. A lot of you are working full-time typically, whether you're supporting yourself, a spouse, family members, kids, whatever. You're working to put a roof over your head and put food on the table. And you're in this crisis of trying to change careers possibly, and you're trying to check all these boxes of experiences that you need for medical school, but you keep hitting a wall because you're so busy with everything else that life has thrown at you. So I think the biggest question for this student is how practical is it to quit the job or his job or her job? and how soon can they make that happen? And how much can they cut down? If they can't quit, how much maybe can they cut down in their hours to free up more time elsewhere? I would, I would want to know, have you talked to your boss about your new life plans? That's the first place I would go. I, I talk to a lot of pre-med students who are scared to talk to their bosses because they are going to let the, the cat the cat out of the bag, so to speak. And it's it's funny because I did the same exact thing. I was working at a gym in the Northeast. I was one of the, the managers. It was me and the general manager at the gym running the place. And I applied to medical school without ever telling her that I was applying. I didn't tell her until I actually had my acceptance letter. And she goes, why didn't you tell me? My dad is, is a pulmonologist at, at Wash U, which is one of the best medical schools in the country. So... I could have had a connection there. You never know the connections that people have. And you can't underestimate the support that somebody's going to give you. If they're going to give you a hard time, then go find a temporary job elsewhere as you make this transition. The, the stress of maintaining the secret at work and trying to fit in everything around work is going to do more harm than good. So go be honest with your boss, your supervisor, your coworkers. Let them know your plans, have them there for support, and figure it out. Back to this specific question. The, the way to find extracurriculars and volunteering experiences is to just go find them. It sounds like this student is doing all the right things, calling places, making lists of free clinics, calling hospitals. Do all of that and just keep calling. Again, I question if it's really as hard as he's making it out to be or if it's just the schedule is the problem. So if I were this student, and I, I talked to Kane, 
on the pre-made years podcast. If you go listen to that, I don't have the specific episode number in front of me, but if you search for Kane, K-A-I-N on medicalschoolhq.net, you'll find the pre-made years episode that I did with him. He transitioned. He was a, a big non-trad. He's now at University of Central Florida. His piece of advice that he would give students, non-traditional specifically, is make the jump sooner. Quit the job. Go down to part-time sooner. Don't try to hold everything together and do all the pre-med stuff on the side. And that's what I would recommend to this person. Obviously, finances are a huge part of this decision. So make sure you stockpile some money, figure it out, move back in with mom, do whatever you need to do to make this happen. But keep calling places, try to keep figuring out where to go. And one last thing that I would mention, this student specifically mentioned a desire to make a significant impact in people's lives and the world. And something that they could do to help somebody directly. Read those words. Listen to those words. Go find this post. It says, from engineer to physician on old pre-meds. Read the post. Nowhere in there did he, did he talk about health care. Did he talk about patient care? So I would talk to the student. I'm, I'm talking to you right now, this student. I'm talking to you. I want you to make sure, T-Rock, this is the username, I want you to make sure that medicine is specifically what is going to scratch that itch, changing the world, changing people's lives, and having a direct impact on somebody's life. And that is where I'm, I'm glad you're doing it now. Go and get that experience to make sure this is exactly the medium that it's going to take to have the desire that you want to have on people's lives. So, With that said, if you have any questions you would like answered here on the podcast, I would love for you to go to oldpremeds.org. Go check out the forms there. Ask a question. Answer a question. Go participate. It's a great community over there. Again, that's oldpremeds.org. If you liked this podcast, I would love for you to leave a rating interview in iTunes. It's easy to do and just takes a minute. I hope you have a great week. Come check us out next week as we answer more great questions from the oldpremeds.org forms.